Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for AZ Adopt Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about 20 reasons that women choose adoption. Women who are pregnant, uh, some of them have been facing an unplanned pregnancy. There may be other reasons in addition to just experiencing an unplanned pregnancy. And so we're going to go into the multitude of reasons that birth mothers choose adoption. Sometimes women choose adoption because they're too young to be a mom. They don't want to be a teen mom, per se. This was the reason that my mother chose adoption for me. And it makes a lot of sense. And it's a a surprisingly mature decision to make for somebody so young. So I always commend the young ladies who come in and, and they're too young to handle raising a child and they make that choice for the child. I agree with you. I think it is a, a very brave and mature choice. I agree. Another reason, uh, number two, you're not ready to be a parent. This isn't the time in your life that you are ready to you know, take the light off of yourself and pour every uh, resource you have, emotion, everything into a child. Maybe you are embarking on going off to college. Maybe you are starting a new career. Maybe there is something pending that this this wasn't in your plan and you're not ready. So that's another one that we see. Number three, you're in financial distress. Mm. So that can mean anything from you are not able to financially provide for yourself and therefore you don't feel that you can provide for your child. Maybe you can provide for yourself, but you are doing everything you can just to stay above board on your finances. Maybe you are working two jobs and maybe you are, you know, selling things online on the side, just trying to make your bills, just trying to get through the month. And so adding a baby and all the baby's expenses, not to mention all the expenses of pregnancy can be a lot. It can be, it can be very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Number four, you want your baby to have the best life possible. Sometimes people are in a a spot in their life where they look at what is going on. You know, maybe they, they really enjoy going to clubs Mm -hmm. or maybe they really, they have a, a hobby or they, 
they're a collector of something and that's their focus. Like that's what they really want to pour themselves into. And they also believe that their child deserves to have, you know, the white picket fence with the dog and the cat and the mom and the dad. And and they have this image of they want their child to have the best life possible. And they're looking around at maybe the way that, you know, they were raised. And it's a generational thing where this isn't what they had dreamed of for their child. And the picture that that actually put in my head, oddly enough, was Casey Anthony. And I think, again, it's People look at it and think of it as a selfish decision because you want to live whatever life you want to live, but it's actually selfless because you're saying you're putting that child ahead of you. And so that's and an just adoptive my opinion. family. Absolutely. Right. And, and had she done that, mm-hmm. that would have been the best choice for that baby because she absolutely. made a horrific choice. So I absolutely concur that that would have been amazing had she chosen adoption. Number five, you struggle with addiction. I have worked with hundreds and hundreds of women who are struggling with addiction when they're pregnant and choosing adoption. And when somebody is struggling with addiction and they have the ability to be honest with themselves, because you have to be honest with yourself before you can be honest with anybody else. You have to make it right with the woman in the mirror. And when they, when they tell me, I'm not ready to give this up yet. I'm not ready to stop, you know, smoking my marijuana. I'm not ready to stop shooting up my heroin. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. That's so powerful because they are admitting that right now in their life, this is their focus. Right. And as much as it's sad and tragic, at least they are able to recognize that this is what's going to be best for the baby. The other thing is, is that many people who are struggling with addiction and are pregnant have tried in the past to to get clean. You know, they've gotten clean and then they've relapsed and they've gotten clean and they've relapsed and they understand the cycle and they don't want to put one more person in their life through that cycle because they understand how hard it is on everybody as they watch them go through this and try to navigate, you know, them staying clean and, and when and if they're going to fall off the wagon again. So that's that's really tough. Absolutely. At uh, number 6, your pregnancy is a result of rape or incest. I think that kind of goes, you know, obviously very understandable. Right. Um well, a child would be in a lot of ways a constant reminder and that's why so many people are like it's okay to abort the child in these instances where I disagree with that it's understandable from the mother's perspective. So I would so much prefer that they deal with that nine months of, of hardship for the life of this child who had, who's innocent in all of it more, you know, more innocent than anybody. And so, yeah, I understand that one. Uh, Number seven, you don't have any support. You're maybe a single parent. You don't have any family members. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're here from another country and it's just literally you. Maybe your family has passed away. Maybe you are removed from your family and don't have any contact with them. And you just don't see how you can make it on your own. And that can be, that can be really difficult. Number eight, your life is presently unstable. You may be unemployed. You may be homeless. You may be couch surfing 
among family and friends. And you believe and understand that that's not a life to have a baby and raise a child. Number nine, you want different things out of life. Maybe you want to go to college. Maybe you have a very demanding job. Maybe you are really looking to become a professional blank, you know, whatever. And that is, let's say you want to become a surgeon and it's a type of surgeon that is going to be on call through the emergency room 24 seven. And therefore that's where you feel that's where your focus needs to be. And so having a baby would complicate things for you. Maybe it would also complicate the child, you know, the child's life would be complicated because you'd have to find childcare and yeah, it could be, it could be challenging. Uh, your family is not in agreement with you parenting a baby. Maybe you have a mental illness that is significant and severe and mm-hmm. your family is harping on you that this isn't a really good choice for you and they wouldn't feel safe with you raising a child. Maybe you have had a child before and your mother had to step in and help you raise that child and had to take over. And so sometimes family members come in and say, you know what, this isn't going to, this isn't going to work. Like, like we need to look at some other options. Right. Uh, number 11, you were in a relationship with a birth father and you have since broken up and maybe you don't want a reminder of the relationship that you were in. Maybe you want to put that behind you. Maybe this is not something that you want to carry on with for the next 18 plus years. Uh, Number 12, you have in our state, we call it uh, Department of Child Safety. Other states refer to it as Child Protective Services, either one, uh, state involvement with your other children. And they have informed you or are going to inform you that they are going to remove this child, this newborn from the hospital and take custody. And you would rather have an adoptive family take the baby straight from the hospital rather than the the baby going into the state care. And when it comes to this situation, don't the birth mothers have so much more control over it if they're able to choose the family? Yeah. And yeah, so again, a great decision for the child. Not only do they get to make those choices, they also can choose to have an open adoption, whereas if mm-hmm. their rights are terminated by the state and the child is adopted by somebody else, those are closed adoptions. So right. there are a lot of benefits to choosing adoption. And I do want to point one more thing out um, we've talked about in the past is that in these cases where DCS or CPS takes the child, they oftentimes will give you the the hope that you'll be able to get your child back when, as we've talked to a caseworker in this situation, it's almost never will they get the child back because they can't, you know, uh, meet the qualifications to do so. Yes. Yeah, so the statistics on, on the state returning the child to your care and custody are, are not, are not very high. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, that correct. Okay. Uh, number 13, you do not believe in abortion. Maybe it's morally something that you're against, or maybe it's a religious issue, but you do not believe in abortion and you're not ready to parent. So you choose an option. Mm-hmm. You have significant or severe health issues, maybe something fatal. Maybe you have a form of non-curable cancer or something, and you want to make sure that your baby is in a safe and secure environment, home and family before you pass away, or if it's just a really 
chronic condition that you wouldn't in X amount of years be able to, to function on your own medically, then this would be a good option. Number 15, you are in a domestic violent relationship. I have seen this multiple times where the birth mother wants to place the baby because she doesn't want her partner or even ex-partner to have access to the baby. So to secure the safety of the baby, she chooses adoption. And that way she, she knows that her baby's going to be safe. Uh, number 16, you do not feel you have the time, resources, or patience for another child. I have seen this more common when uh, we had a woman that was a single parent and she was financially stressed, but it wasn't, I mean, but she was, she had her own apartment and so forth. And she had another child with her that had severe autism and she didn't feel that she could adequately, adequately care for a newborn while she was parenting and and caring for her other child. Mm -hmm. Number 17, you want your child raised in a stable two-parent family. That is something we do have single moms adopt. And yes, they do get chosen Uh when birth mothers are are looking at profiles. But I do have a significant number of pregnant women that are looking specifically for a two-parent family. Number 18, your baby will have special needs and you don't feel that you're adequately able to care for your baby. And this is something I have seen as well where they find out that their baby is going to have special needs. Maybe those are medical, maybe it's something else. And because of that, they want to make sure that they find the right home and family that is equipped, ready, and willing to care for a child with those needs. And we're going to wrap it up with number 20. Maybe a pregnant woman has done an adoption before. And she had such a good experience that when she wound up facing a second unplanned pregnancy, she chose adoption. And we see all of these so many times and every single reason here, I can't find fault with because they're all for the benefit of the child. I agree. And, you know, these 20 reasons are not so, you know, all encompassing. There are other reasons out Mm -hmm. there. And so if you are pregnant and you are facing an unplanned pregnancy, or maybe this was a planned pregnancy, that since you became pregnant, you realize this is not going to be the right choice for you. Mm-hmm. Choosing adoption is a blessing and it's something that you should celebrate. And we as a society should celebrate right along with you. If you're pregnant and considering adoption, we are here for you and understand what you're going through. We've helped hundreds of women place their babies for adoption and we want to help you as well. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112 or you can reach us on our toll-free number at 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan plan or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Birth Mother Matters and Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. 
Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then.